0: welcome to how to do marketing snack time i'm your host jane hilsden and each week i'm going to share out little nuggets of marketing insight actionable tips and a marketing opinion or two that will help you get the best bang for buck with your small business marketing Hello, and another episode of Snack Time coming right at you. Um, Today, we are talking about some personal branding hacks that I have managed to come up with over the years. Um, Personal branding is something for me that's quite synonymous with my own business brand. Um, It's something that I think, particularly in the professional services industry, Um, and you're like, if you're going to be a a kind of lead consultant or the spokesperson for your um, business, building and being considerate of the personal brand that you're creating is incredibly important Um, and it's important to consider it as part of your overall marketing strategy. Um, So there's some things that I've done over the years to build my personal brand and I'm going to share four of these hacks with you Today. So, hack number one. And that's dress to get noticed. So before the kind of prevalence of Zoom, um, when we attended things face to face, I've always been an active networker um, and someone who loves a bit of professional development. So always attending events. Um, Whenever I'm attending anything on at, at a business level, and to be honest, even when I'm not, even when I'm kind of just in and about town, I always make sure I dress to get noticed and dress to impress. Look, you know, some people might say that this is just an excuse for me to justify spending um, a little bit of money or a lot on uh, on my wardrobe and my accessories. Sure, it's very convenient. However, gosh, it does get you noticed. It really does. And I must say, even... Um, with the the prevalence of of Zoom now, you know, just making sure that you've got a lovely, you know, well, for me, a lovely bright um, dress on or a bright shirt, um, a pair of really fantastic earrings, and some bright lipstick. It gets you noticed, you know, when there's 40 of you, your, you know, kind of faces all up on the screen, the brightness and the vibrancy really does get you noticed to the point now where if I don't show up wearing earrings or um, bright lipstick, um, people chip me. Where's your lipstick? Where's your earrings? It's part of your brand. You know, we don't recognise you when you're not wearing that. So it does actually get you noticed, and and that's both on Zoom as well as um, in the crowd. You know, I know myself um, when I scan a room or when I look around on the panel at, at who's speaking and all the rest. If the if you know, it's absolutely the people that are. are a, addressed a little bit more uniquely, have their own unique style or addressed in something really energetic or interesting. They're the people that catch my eye. They automatically provide this subconscious intrigue for me as to, oh, I wonder what this person's all about. You know, there's a lot of people that that dress in black or in checked shirts or, or in kind of beige colors. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with those colors. I wear that all the time well not all the time but sometimes too there's a place for it um but when you're trying to stand out in a crowd try and dress uniquely um or just dress to to impress hack number two now this is something i've come up with but Look, I'm sure, you know, whether it works for everyone or not, I, I can't um, tell you, but it definitely works for me. So when I go to a conference or um, a professional development, um, you know, seminar or workshop or whatever it is, particularly when there's like a keynote speaker in a room full of people who I know are my target audience or who I know it would be really good um, to get in front of, I think that usually with you know some some presenters they'll they'll throw a question to the crowd or they'll ask the crowd if they've got any questions and this is your opportunity and it might you know for the introverts it might this might make you you shrink inside your chair but um, there's usually an opportunity for you to then you know ask a really good question and if you ask a really good question most of the people in the audience will notice you and they'll take notice of, of what you've said. Not only that, the speaker. So if, if, if the speaker or the panel or um, the people up on stage are who you want to kind of create a bit of impact with, they're likely going to remember you as well. In fact, this is exactly how I formed um, a you know, business relationship with um, Bernard Salt, He came to Port Macquarie and he presented at a chamber event. I think there was about 200 people in the room. Um, He threw, you know, at the end of his keynote, he threw it out to the floor for, for questions. There was probably about five of us that got that opportunity. And I just made sure that I asked a question that was really relevant to the information that he'd provided and something that I thought this is not just me asking a question to get noticed. This is a question that I genuinely, you know, have have an interest in in answering. And it's a smart question. It's not one that he's going to go, oh, for God's sake, did you not bloody listen to what I've just said? You know, it's something that that actually makes him think or makes him kind of um, reflect on what he's said and, and answer in in um, a smart, intelligent way. And so I did that. I can't even remember the question that I asked. But afterwards, he came up to me and said, thank you so much for that question. It was a great question. I really enjoyed answering it. And then off the back of that, I connected with him on LinkedIn. I said, hi, you know, thanks so much for the presentation you did today. You know, I really enjoyed. Thanks for answering my question. And he came back, really enjoyed your question again. Thanks for attending. Six months later, I uh, I messaged him again on LinkedIn and asked him for a testimonial for my book. If he could, if he could, uh, if he could read my book and provide a testimonial for it. Not only did he do that, but he actually provided me with a forward for my book. He said he loves it when he meets progressive young people, and he'll do anything um, that he can to to help them out. What a legend! Um, And what an unexpected consequence of just asking the best question at uh, at an event. Hack number three, post thought leadership content on social media often. If there's any consistent drumbeat that I make sure that happens in my business, regardless of whether I am dying because I've got so much work on, Um, or whatever disruption I might be dealing with, I make sure that I am at least getting a consistent flow of content out because it's this consistent flow of thought leadership content that builds up so that people have multiple touch points and they hear lots of different opinions and perspective and information and education from you. Um, And it's these touch points that build up over the sometimes weeks, months, sometimes years is that actually convince people to know, like, and trust you and help them understand where your areas of expertise lie. So anyone can show up on a website and start talking about how amazing and expert they are at this, that, and the other. But when you show up and demonstrate your expertise, you know, week after week, month after month, year after year, people start to really understand that you are an expert in that. You're not just listing it as a feature or a benefit on your website that you genuinely know your stuff. So, so definitely hack number three, post thought leadership content. Often that's, that's a really important one. Hack number four. So I've mentioned before, I'm a big one for networking and um I think something I've done successfully over the years is is pinpoint those networks or those communities where uh, you know I have a, a a keen interest in in meeting the the people on, within that that membership um, and I don't spread myself too thin like I literally kind of focus on one at at, at a time one one membership network at a time Um, But I really lean into that. So when I'm talking about leaning in, I don't just kind of become a member and show up at the events. Generally, I'll hop on the committee. So, you know, when I first started getting really active in Port Macquarie for my business, I jumped on the Hastings Business Women's Network Committee Um, which was a fabulous launch pad for my business. And when you're on the committee, it forces you to show up to all of the events. Like you can't really brush them aside because you're obliged to go because you're on the committee. But what that means is you get to meet you know, so many different people. And because you're on the committee, you know, you've got an excuse to go up and introduce yourself to people. You know, you're kind of not lurking awkwardly in the corner. You can go up and say, hi, I'm Jane. I'm the communications person on the committee. Um, You know, nice to meet you. Just I'm welcoming you here or whatever the case may be. Um, i 've also done that with the the Chamber of Commerce, the local of Chamber of Commerce was on the committee um, or the board for for them for two years, and again, it just allows you to really immerse yourself within that that membership um, and really allow you to to introduce people. You've also got the opportunity to take the floor a lot of the time um, as a a board member or as a committee member. Um, So you get your face out there and you become known um, for, you know, for what you do and who you are and how you're contributing to that committee. Again, it's another demonstration of where your skill sets lie. And of course, now I am uh, the state chair of the New South Wales Committee for the Australian Marketing Institute. And all of the above pl- applies there as well. It's just. Really, so beneficial to be able to meet and, and form relationships not only with your fellow committee members, and in this case, you know, the Australian Marketing Institute National Board as well as the Australian Marketing Institute um, Office, but also, you know, different sponsors and other partners of the Australian Marketing Institute. And generally, because you're volunteering your time for these committees or boards they're actually really generous in giving you the opportunity if you want to speak or if you want to present or if you want to actually add content so that they can then share out to their membership base. Because you're giving something there, you're giving your time and your expertise, generally you, you can get that back if you really lean in and um, leverage it and make the most of it. So, So they're my four hacks on um, helping to increase your personal brand. So hack one, dress to get noticed. Hack two, always ask the best question in in a group or an event. Hack three, post thought leadership content on social media often. And hack four, don't just join the network, get on the committee. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Snack Time. Thanks so much for listening to How To Do Marketing Snack Time. If you are enjoying these episodes, please do subscribe to ensure that you don't miss a trick. And if all of this talk about marketing is getting you thinking about how you can get the best results for your business, Head on over to the Dragonfly Marketing website at dragonflymarketing.com.au and check out our academy program. The How to Do Marketing Academy has been designed to give small business owners just like you the clarity, consistency, confidence, as well as the community that you need to ensure that your marketing helps your business grow. There's three levels of access and each level is packed with value. We are taking in new members now, so go and check it out. Until next time, happy marketing. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production.